Welcome to A Work of Grace, a podcast to encourage and uplift Christian women in everyday life like marriage, parenting, and godly womanhood. Are you wondering if your boyfriend will make a good husband? Often, when we are in love, it is difficult to make a sound decision on this huge life choice. But if you aren't really sure, well, on this episode, that's exactly what you'll find out. We're going to walk through 12 reasons to not marry him, and by the end, you'll have a better idea of whether Prince Charming is husband material. Here's your host, Amy and Bo. Thank you, Sarah, and welcome back to the A Work of Grace podcast. Over the years, I've seen several marriages fall apart. Typically, adultery and abuse have been the reason for the weakening in the marital bond. And in most cases, these friends of mine have candidly shared with me that there were red flags before they were married. They simply chose to ignore them, hoping their fiancé would change after they married. So if you are thinking about marriage one day, I hope that these 12 reasons to not marry him will help you to make a good choice in a spouse. I'm going to be blunt here, because we can't afford to sugarcoat this for you. But here is the absolute truth. If he is a jerk before you are married, he will be more of a jerk after you're married. There aren't any ifs, ands, or buts. But nothing is impossible with God, you might contend. And you'd be right. However, this change ought to happen before you are married, and it ought to be a long-term change. I would suggest at least two years of this change before you make that commitment. Because don't count on it happening after you're married. The odds of that happening are pretty slim. Not because God can't change someone, but because chances are these kinds of men are not willing to change. In every marriage I've seen dissolve due to infidelity and or abuse, the husband was given ample opportunities to change, but he refused. So, unless there is strong evidence of long-term change, a good two years, then dump his rear end. Just say goodbye. If you still aren't sure what those red flags are, well, let's work through some of them. So don't marry him if he is unkind to employees. I remember a specific conversation I was having with a friend years ago. I had known for a while that she was in a verbally and emotionally abusive marriage. We were just chatting about life when she said that her husband is very rude to restaurant servers and he never leaves a tip. I questioned further about this and she told me that her now ex-husband believed that women who are waitressing are doing it for a reason, because they're too stupid to get a better job. Needless to say, I was flabbergasted with such an attitude, and even more so because my friend revealed this information to me so nonchalantly, like it was normal. I also discovered that this attitude was clear from even before they were married. Red flags such as this are often evident and clear before marriage. But us women, we hope to change our men after we marry them. And this was the case here too. So this is the first red flag. If your man is unkind to employees. Number two, 
he is manipulative or narcissistic. Friend, if he is manipulative, dump him now. Manipulation is a tool used by psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, and other types of predators to exert control over their victims. This is a very serious mental illness that does not get better unless there's some serious help involved, some serious professional psychological help. If your boyfriend or fiancé is manipulative, do not marry him. On my blog post, I leave a link to um, a blog post that's called 40 Things to Expect if you marry a narcissist. Here are just a few things from that blog post. You will live by double standards, a set of double standards. You will not be listened to. He will never resolve a conflict. He will rarely consider your feelings and will only do so if if it serves him somehow. He will never apologize. What will matter most to him is how he appears to other He will ruin all of your birthdays and holidays, probably because somehow he needs to make everything about him. So that's just a a sampling of what you would look forward to in a narcissistic marriage. In that post, I've also linked to a website, a page that that, um, talks about 14 signs of psychological and emotional manipulation, just in case you're not sure if, if this is happening in your relationship. And so that is a really good article to read. Number three, he has an addiction. If he has an addiction to any kind of any kind, do not marry him. And I'm not saying don't marry him ever, but right now, don't marry him until he gets his act cleaned up for a good two years. So this uh, this addiction it can be to drugs, alcohol, pornography, gambling, anything. Having an addiction will devastate a family. You'll go into debt. Your heart will be crushed. Abuse is more common in alcohol and drug addiction relationships. And if he's addicted to anything, run. Get far away. Get as far away as you can. His addictions will ruin your life. Number four, he doesn't have a job. If he struggles to hold down a job, well, it's time to get rid of him. If he is not willing to work now, he won't be willing to work after you're married. And guess who'll get stuck paying the bills? You. That's who. Laziness is a character problem. A serious one. It shows that he does not want to care for you, let alone himself or a family. Number five. He's a whiner. A whiny man is a complete turnoff. I hate excuses. I mean, we tend to make excuses sometimes, But the man who doesn't make any changes and does not take responsibility for his behavior is a waste of time in my books. Find a man who is just that. A man. A man who faces problems head-on and isn't afraid to take risks and do something to find solutions. Number six. He has wandering eyes. Oh, I know, culture says it's okay for a husband to check out other women. However, the Bible disagrees with this. And that, that's a lie, what culture says. Just because men are visual doesn't mean it's okay to gawk at anything with two legs. There is also something called self-control, and we are all commanded to practice it. If he ogles other women now, he'll continue to do so after you are married, and it might even lead to other sins. Number seven, he's a hothead. 
A huge red flag is anger. Does he have a bad temper? If so, then release him. Don't marry someone who is quick to get angry. This will only cause problems, and it's a sign of immaturity and being reckless, thoughtless, and careless. Godly men are capable of keeping their anger in check. I mean, I can't even remember the last time my husband became angry. Sure, we get mad at each other, and and I get mad, he gets mad at other things, but anger and angry outbursts should not be a common occurrence in the family. Number eight, his dreams are the only ones that matter. If he doesn't give a rip about your dreams and passions, it's time for him to go. One of the most valuable and cherished things Marcus has ever done for me has been to encourage me to pursue my dreams. He gets excited when I tell him successes I've had. He's proud of my achievements. Marry a man who values your dreams and passions as much as you do. Maybe even more. Number nine. He's already cheated. If he has already had an affair, dump him like yesterday's trash. Seriously. He's not going to change when you marry him. He'll keep on cheating. So just don't, please. Just don't. Affairs don't suddenly stop once you get married or when you have a baby. Infidelity is a serious character problem and should not be tolerated. It's time for him to go before more damage is done. Number 10, he is abusive. If he is abusive in any way, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, sexually, get rid of him. If you aren't sure if what you are experiencing is abuse, do a Google search on it. Or ask a trusted friend. Talk to someone. If he is abusive, it's time for him to go. A blogging friend of mine, Melanie Pickett, has several great articles on abuse. I have linked her blog on my post on this article, and so it's easy to get to. And one of them is five signs you're in an unhealthy relationship. So I think that that would be a good one for, to read if you're not sure, if you're questioning, am I in an abusive relationship? Crosswalk also has a good one. The, it's the truth about emotional abuse. And Gary Thomas wrote a stellar article on abuse. Enough is enough. Uh, all those articles are linked on my blog. Number 11, he's dishonest. If he is dishonest about the little things, he'll be dishonest about the bigger things. Marriage requires 100% honesty in order to be successful. We must be able to be vulnerable with each other so we can nurture and care for one another as God created husband and wife to do. However, when dishonesty is in the equation, we can't be truly vulnerable with each other. Number 12. He refuses to defend you. I wish we all had the blessing of coming from healthy families. However, With the rise of such issues such as mental illness, alcoholism, abuse, and and more, healthy families are hard to find. A good man will defend you, regardless of who he is defending you against, including his family and yours. If he does not defend you, then it might be time to say goodbye. This one might not be a deal breaker if you haven't already discussed it, or actually discussed it yet, but... If you talk about his unwillingness to defend you and he does not care, then, yeah, it's time to wave goodbye. And I have a bonus one, a bonus flag. He isn't ready to be the spiritual leader. 
I just thought I'd throw in this bonus reason. It's a big one. If he's not prepared to be the spiritual leader of the home, it's time to take out the trash. If he is ready to be the spiritual leader of the home along with you and Jesus, then the issues above won't exist. Or he'll be quick to take care of them. Leading the family spiritually is a very difficult task for one person to do on her own. I know, I know from my own experience. It's so much better as a team. Now there are probably a lot more reasons, a lot more red flags than we've listed here. If you think of any, make a comment on my blog or or on the podcast. What would you add to the list? One last thing. I want to quote my son, who's 15. He said, if you are marrying someone to change them, then you really shouldn't be marrying them. That's a very wrong reason to get married, if you hope they change. Thanks for listening to this podcast, 12 Reasons to Not Marry Him. You can read the blog post of this podcast at amyimbo.com. That's A-I-M-E-E-I-M-B-E-A-U. Just look under Cultivating a Shatterproof Marriage or search the title. You can also find me on various social media using the links on my site. If you know a single girl who could benefit from these red flags, send her the link to the podcast. Next week, we'll talk about nine distinctive qualities of godly leadership. These qualities are what you should look for in a husband. And I look forward to sharing these biblical qualities with you next week. See you then. Thanks for joining us this week on A Work of Grace. Make sure to visit our website, amyimbo.com, or Work of Grace. You can subscribe to this podcast on Podbean or download from either Podbean or iTunes. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social media. Just click share below the podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. In the meantime, remember, you're rescued, redeemed, restored.